Hi, and welcome to Lost in the Lost Cities. I'm Rue, and my sister is joining us today as a guest because, sadly, nobody else could join. Hi, I'm Zelma. Uh, yeah, so we're your host for this episode, pages 183 to 244. Yeah. Um, so we actually have our very first voice message from, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Jem Lumbai. Um, and you can follow her on Instagram at MallowMeltZ. Um, and before we respond to the voice message, um, I don't know if you noticed, but um, we're doing things a little bit differently. Um, so we're going to answer voice messages and just messages overall. Um, and then there's going to be questions of the week related to what we've been reading in the books or rereading in the books. Um, yeah. And if you want to answer the question of the week, you can send us a voice message with the link in our description, or um, you can message us on Instagram at Lost in the Lost Cities. Uh, we'll mention you and respond in our next episode. So, uh, are you ready to hear the new message from Jem? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You guys said that you joined, like you started reading Keeper of the Lost Cities this summer. That's so weird, because I did too. Like, I really recently got into the series. Really? Shut- Oh my gosh, not my sister talking. Thank you, Jem. Oh my gosh, voice crack. Um, okay, but thank you so much because that is our very first voice message and it just, it means so much. So if you guys want to um, send us a voice message, the link is in the description. Um, so yeah, so we did get into Keeper Philosophies in the summer. Um, I actually introduced it to Zelma when... AKA made me. You pretty much made me. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. I kind of <laughs> made her read the series because, you know, it's just so good and like, I knew she would love it. Do you love it? Um. That's when she says yes. Um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, thank you so much. Um, tell your sister we said hi. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we can move on to the question of the week. So, Zoma. The question of the week is, what would your favorite Foxfire class be and why? Um, so the, the classes are metaphysics, which I have no idea what that is. Um, alchemy, PE, ability, detecting, and then like the class with like your ability so you can train and stuff, I guess. Um, elven history, the universe, uh, multispecial studies, elementalism. Yeah, pretty much that's it. Um... I think I would like ability detecting because for one of them, they got um, Gen Z, I think it was. No, Dex and Morella um, were put into a giant oven as they described it. As they described it and um, as a trying to manifest as a froster. Well, trying to detect their ability. Yeah, I remember that. It was um, that was kind of funny, honestly. Like, again, back to what I said in past episodes, it's like how Shannon Messenger just manages to like bring the normal stuff in the Lost Cities, even when Sophie's dealing with all of this stuff. We're probably going to say that again later. Definitely. But um, can I say something? Of course. Um. So later on in the books, um. So I keep on saying how unfair it is that 
the pyrokinetics don't get detected for or anything like that. And um, we were talking about this before uh, we recorded, and we said that you can't control fire or anything like that because you can't control it, so why do you have to press it down even more? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and I think that just goes along with, like, how what everybody's been noticing and everybody's been saying. It's like, um, you know, the council, like, feels like they're, like, ruling all and they're, like, so good at, like, keeping people under control and stuff, but really it's just, like, they're making terrible mistakes. Um, And, yeah, it's just, like, I feel like the reason why you know what happened, like, with the Everblaze and everything was because of pyrokinetic pyrokinesis being banned um yes so you can't really blame them but still the council is mostly to blame for um for a lot of things yeah um later on the a lot of the counselors get better and they start supporting sophie and you'll see that um whenever she sees the counselor she's like um, I'm grateful that the count the that my supporters are here, so they will back me up if I need something. Yeah, and I like I noticed that too, but at the same time, it's kind of sad because the council, like they, on one hand they don't really know what they're doing, but on the other hand they're just like, yeah, we're so awesome at doing this, and we're the best rulers ever, and like. But, like, you see in the books the way they, like, conflict over everything. And they're like, the Black Swan is bad. The Never Seen aren't a big deal at all. And they're, like, focusing all of their, like, energy and time and wasting it on the Black Swan when they should be working with them. And, like, later on they work with them. But at the same time, it's like, no, you're not. You're still, like, going against them. Yeah. Um, so... Back to the question, um, I honestly have no idea what my favorite one would be, so I'm going to use the process of elimination. Um, so definitely not, um, probably definitely not elven history, the universe, multispecial studies, or metaphysics. Um, I just feel like history would bore me so much, just like everybody else. <laughs> um, and I don't even know what metaphysics is. So then there's alchemy, PE, and then, like, ability detecting and, like, the abilities. Oh, and then there's elementalism, which I don't, like, I feel like that would be kind of cool. Yeah. But at the same time, it would be, like, super stressful and, like, hard. Um, I, I think I'm going to have to go with PE, to be honest, which is new for me. <laughs> yeah, um, but you, um, Rose, she... She saw a video on, like, mixing stuff together, and then they made elephant toothpaste or yeah. whatever. Oh you were like, gosh. that is, like, literal alchemy. That is so cool. And I was like, you'd be good at alchemy, maybe. I feel like alchemy would probably come in very close second or, like, at least being tied. <laughs> I remember that day. Um, it was funny because, like, we started doing, um, what's it called? I almost want to say chemicalism, but that doesn't even make any sense. Like, like science, science, whatever, stu- science stuff. Um, but like, I had to watch. I watched this video where it was like a magic show or something with like chemicals and stuff. Don't do that at home, kids. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
I, I was just like, it's so cool. And like, they, they, they caught themselves on fire. And Lady Galvin's cape. <laughs> yeah. Cough, cough. Good. Um, <laughs> that, that actually, I was like, yes, Sophie, destroy that cape. It is so annoying. It's just like she's walking around like telling Sophie what to do and her cape is just like swishing behind her. Oh my gosh, just imagine that. Like Lady Galvin just sashaying around the room <laughs> in her like silky cape. I imagine her in green for some reason. I think it is green. I Maybe think... like purple. No, I think it's in hunter green or something like that. I don't really remember. Alright, moving away from Lady Galvin's fashion sense, let's move on. Yes, thank you. Um so the chapters, not chapters, epi- uh, I can't talk today. The pages for this episode is, let's see, 183 and 244. So um, since I'm kind of changing, since we're kind of changing like the layout of how we do things, um, it's going to be like, instead of just looking at our notes and then just like talking about it, um, we decided on like a bunch of big topics um, to go off of. Well, I mean, they're probably not going to be that big because we're still kind of new to this. Um, I'm, yeah. new, I'm new to this. This is my first episode. <laughs> yes, but um, let's just let's just see how this goes, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um. So our first bullet point sticky note thingy um, is Tyrion. Yes, and um, it this starts, is in the wait. first few pages, actually. Yeah, it starts off. Uh, the first scene is when Sophie goes to tele- telepathy. To telepathy, I don't know. <laughs> telepathy. <laughs> to, to telepathy, um, class, whatever. Uh, I don't remember. Tra- t- telepath training, whatever. Yeah. Just uh, the class for telepaths. Yes. That rhymes. No, it doesn't. I don't yeah, know. No, it doesn't. Moving on. Um. Yeah. So Tyrion um is like, like bother not bothering Sophie. But, like, talking to Sophie about, like, her ability, and she tries to read his mind and stuff, and she does read his mind and stuff. But Tyrion is older and more, like, experienced, I guess, than her. But then it just... All color drained from his face as he turned away, setting himself against one of the chairs. So he's, like, older and more experienced, but she was able to read his mind. He wasn't able to read hers. So that's just kind of, like shocking i guess you know yeah i mean not so much shocking as we know it's sophie foster but Uh, it's sophie foster um but i feel like the thing that stood out to us most was that um because we know who tiergan is in the black swan and we're trying to do as less as least i can't do grammar today um yeah the least amount of spoilers as we possibly can um but we know who tiergan is in the black swan and um, the part is Sophie asks if something's wrong with her, and then it says, um, he frowned like his mind has wandered somewhere else again. I have no doubt that you are exactly the way you were intended to be. And, like, that made me think of, like, I don't know if I forgot this, if it was mentioned somewhere in those books, but, like, if Tyrion like, was a part of Project Moonlark, and he knows everything because, like, in, was it in Never Seen? When we find out who Tyrion um, is, uh, no, no, no. I think it's in Never Seen. I don't yeah. really, I don't really. No, remember. I think it was it was in Lodestar. Yeah, Lodestar. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. In one of the th- four or five, um, Tyrion's something 
whatever his position in the Black Swan is revealed. So yeah, that's a shocker. Um, um, but like, yeah, a shocker. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, but like, like one thing I notice is like I don't know if they mentioned it, but. Like, if Tyrion was part of Project Moonlark, it's, like, the way Sophie reacted when she found out who Tyrion was. Um, and, like, she immediately goes back to, like, telepathy training. Um, like, all those times with Tyrion. Like, it, it, it says something like she'd never be able to look at Tyrion again without seeing him as blank. You know who. Yes. Voldemort. Uh, Ruby, this is a different book series. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Wrong book series. Um, yeah, um, moving on, so, yeah, that's just one thing that kind of stood out to us, um, oh, gosh, I think we need to work more on his, on, like, theories and stuff, but, like, yeah, and then Sophie, she goes home to Havenfield and stuff, and, like, I just love how, like, Grady is casually, like, with this huge leash, with this giant Meganeura thingy in the sky, just <laughs> casually walking this giant dragonfly. <laughs> it's in the sky. <laughs> the way you said that. Um. Okay, now I'm reading this second sticky note thing, and my handwriting is just the worst. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh, I have no idea what this says. Okay, Um. so right... Um, here when they were talking about the Ooh, ethics lecture this is the part where we talk about grady's ability yeah and the ability um they were talking about sophie's ability but grady wouldn't say anything about his so it's just he's hiding his ability like it's a bad thing it's not it's like a part of him i mean it's a scary it's a it's a scary um what is it called again Ta- talent Ability. Ability. Um, wrong, wrong book series again. Um, and it's it's scary, but it's part of who he is. So, and Grady's a really awesome guy. So it's not as scary, you know. I just like I feel like it would be scarier for him though, because maybe like we know Grady's probably very old. Um, <laughs> um maybe like a hundred years old. Well, know. like something like that. But like at the same time, somebody with that much experience would definitely do something with his ability in a negative way. And so I feel like that would stay with him for the rest of his life. Yeah. And that might be why he's... Well, it's definitely one of the reasons why he, like, hides his ability and just just doesn't... is completely against it. And um, I finished Unlocked, and I don't think my life will ever be the same. But um, I'm trying not to do spoilers, but if any of you have read Unlocked... Um, with you know who and you know what and you know what happens. Um, um so I'm not what? gonna I'm not gonna say anything, <laughs> but like I feel like that just reminds me of what happens in there because of the way you know who dealt with it. Um, I say I say no yeah. more. I'm very confused. I say no more, but we can continue now. All you youngsters out there who are not to the unlocked yet, um, I why I, would wait what? Not youngsters. Okay. Yeah. All you people out there. That um are not that have not read unlocked yet. I feel you because I have no idea what she was just talking about. Um, yeah. So just I I just wanted to mention that just very very slyly. <laughs> very very yes. I'm 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 good at that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, 
<sighs> Moving on. So, but, um, later or, no, yeah, later in this book, um, well, at some point in the series, he says, um, should we mention what his ability is? I feel like, like, everybody would know, or yeah, almost everybody. Uh, Anyways, so, like, because we know he's a mesmer, and so, a mesmer, a mesmer, a mesmer, okay, um, I mean, that literally says it in the next chapter. He's a mesmer, Morella told her the next day during lunch. Okay, but, like, back to that, um, like, again, in your notes, it says, like, um, people made, like, small jokes about it, and, like... It, they, like, it sticks, you know? Yeah. Even if it's, like, totally harmless, really, it's... Well, they don't, they don't mean it to be mean, but it sticks to Grady, because he's a mesmer. And, he, like, again, with, like, what I said, there's something about his past that he probably did and like I'm wondering like what it is also it kind of makes me think about the fact well not the fact the part in I feel like it's in Everblaze when Grady burns off Brant's hand yeah um like I wonder if it was something similar to that because if you think about it like later on Grady showed no remorse yeah it was scary seeing him like that but right now we're talking about this but he marries Edeline, right? And then um, Edeline's parents say, said, um, you might have mesmered our daughter into marrying you, even though they meant it as a joke. Like, it... Like, it stuck to Grady, yeah. and it, it, like, it just it made an impact on him because it's his ability, and it affects him more than probably everybody else. Oh, by the way, he didn't. Just, he didn't. As far as we know. <gasps> what no! if... Wait, what if that's the thing that I've been talking about? <gasps> no, Grady wouldn't do that. But he would. No, he wouldn't. I'm moving away from that from that theory. Moving on. Do, do, do. But he would. No, he wouldn't. What okay. the heck? Think about it. We already know like Grady is such a really like awesome guy. He's, you know, the best dad. Best dad award. Well, probably not. But anyways, um, you know, like he burned off Brant's hand. Just, and, like, I, it's not that I, like, think about, it's not that, like, I'm actually, like, like, oh, my gosh, like, Grady actually did mesmer Italy in, into marrying him, but it's, it's, you know, it's just, like, that kind of maybe kind of makes sense, you know what I mean? I honestly don't think so. I mean, okay, again, it's not like I'm saying he actually did it, but, I mean, it does kind of fit into place if you think about it. I mean, I'm not one to really think about these things. I just read what's on the page. Uh, but I don't know. It kind of makes sense because, I mean, it's in there. So why would Shannon Messenger put it there if it wasn't actually true, you know? Um, sure. <laughs> so moving on, what was the next part? Uh, so again, right here it says... Morella opened a can of strawberry-flavored air and took a deep breath of the pink fumes that spritzed around her. She's vaping. Yep. No, that's not That's not good. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> well, Don't do it. Yeah, nobody should do that. Um, but I think it's just, yeah. Um, moving She's on. She's breathing. Air. And eating at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> that doesn't even... Wait, hold on. But, like... <gasps> that actually, that's actually kind of cool. 
I kind of want that now. Oh, yeah. Good thing it doesn't have... But, um, like, I don't know, a different flavor. Because strawberry-flavored air kind of sounds kind of, sounds kind of gross. Which actually um, brings me to thinking that, like, since elves have, like, different foods and stuff, like, I wonder why, like... Oh, wait, they probably do have strawberries. But, the like, they only... They're, like, vegetarians, right? Yeah. And so all of the food that they eat is, like, so different to what, like, humans eat. So, like, mallow melt and, like... like and strawberry-flavored air. Well, no, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, like the things that they eat are so different than what humans eat, and they have, like, different... Like, they're different things entirely. Like, things that humans have never even heard of. Um, and so, like, just... They eat all of that, and then just Morella's just sitting there at Foxfire, just, just breathing in strawberry-flavored strawberry. air. Strawberry air. Okay, um, but again, just the regular parts that Shannon Messenger puts in there, we mentioned that twice now. Yeah, it's just like, again, like Sophie's going through all of this, and then just like Morella, Morella again. Breathe strawberry just air. Just breathing strawberry air <laughs> again. Um, All right. So what's the second part? Or um, not even I, the second part. For some reason, I put in burning hair. The wide oh my goodness. alchemy room smelled like burning hair. Oh, yeah. And the... um. <gasps> this is where Sophie burns off Lady Galvin's cape. Oh, yeah. Yay. <clears throat> Insert children applauding. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um... Oh my, okay, honestly, I would love the alchemy classroom. Like, that is my dream room. Just, like, jars upon jars on shelves and just, like, books and tables and stuff. <sighs> Hang on, I'm trying. Um, yeah. Um, I'm looking for the part where Lady Burn, Lady Galvin, Lady Burns Sophie's <laughs> cape. <laughs> no, well, Lady Galvin's, um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I love the way um Shannon Messenger said, well, um, to quote, uh, says Lady Galvin sighed the way Sophie's dad used to do while doing the taxes. Lady Galvin does taxes. <laughs> I wonder if elves actually. Well, no, they probably don't because they, they have a different. Don't. They different. They have a different system. They pay for things with a little cube. <laughs> what? With the little cube thing. Well, yeah, but like the yeah. Um, I also just I feel like it's so funny the way like Lady Galvin is like. It's the second hardest substance for an alchemist to make. Don't you know anything about alchemy? It's like she's so, just like. She gets mad so easily, I feel like. Yeah. And, like, also, like, she kind of reminds me of uh, Snape in a certain way. Just, like, better. I mean, I know everybody's like, oh, I love Snape. He's just misunderstood and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, no I don't I don't. But, like I mean, like, at the same time, it's like he kind of was. This is Keeper of the Lost Cities, not Harry Potter again. Okay, sorry. Yeah, strong book series, Ruby. Ruby. Did you say review? Um, oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. Um, in case you're wondering, Rue is a nickname. That's that's why everybody keeps getting confused. But oh yeah. Anyways, so 
I, I don't think we really have anything else to say on this except for the fact that, like, the next few pages are literally Sophie burning off Lady Galvin's cape. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think we should wrap it up. This might be our shortest episode yet. Um, yeah. So, do you have anything else to add? <gasps> Keith! Oh, my gosh. Keith! I am so... I'm... Oh, my goodness. I'm mad at myself. Okay. This episode isn't over. Not yet. Not yet. Keith comes in, and I'm so happy. This is kind of, like, interesting because... Um, to those of you ha- who have read the whole series, um, and, like, know what happens and, and everything, um, so, like, apparently Shannon Messenger, Keith was supposed to be just, like, a random kid who's just, like, he, he didn't even have a name, apparently, it was, like, his name was, like, the boy or something like that. <gasps> Grady! Grady! Grady calls him that boy. That oh, my boy. goodness. Especially in Lodestar. Yeah, um... But I, oh my goodness, okay, I have so much to say on this, but, like, I think it's just interesting the way he, like, comes in, it's just, like, so, like, Keith-like, and at the same time, it's just so, like, not Keith-like, because when you read the rest of the series, he's so different than the way he comes in and his first impression, I guess. And I feel like, again, the first impression of him is who he wants to be. And, like, he covers, like, his inside up. That sounds weird. But I, I think you know what I mean. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy that Keith, like, spoke maybe three, well, five sentences to Sophie. And then they're like, hey, we're friends now. That that's actually kind of true, though. And I love like. I feel like if that happened to me, we would just have the conversation and then just go on with our lives. But imagine if Sophie and Keith didn't even meet. Like, imagine how the series would be. It would be so. He causes her so much trouble. He does, but at the same time, he kind of like. Like the series would honestly be so boring without him. You know. Like, nothing, nothing would happen. Mm, it definitely would. Well, well, okay. most of the events in Lodestar probably happened because of Keith. Exactly. But, like, he's the one that, like, kind of starts everything up. And, like, even though he was supposed to just be just a random boy, you know, it's like... I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Oh, and then there's the Great Gullen incident... We don't even know what that is. We, I mean, like, like literally throughout the entire series, it doesn't show up, not once. Well, it does, but, like, they, they don't say wh- what that is. And, like, I'm honestly, by now, I'm, like, I don't really want to know anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of losing things to say, so I feel like we should just wrap up this episode. Yeah. With Keith. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so thanks for joining me, Zelma, for this episode. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so you don't have anything else to add? Nope. Okay, so for social media, you can find us on Instagram at Lost in the Lost Cities with underscores instead of spaces. Um, and remember to send us a voice message on Instagram or a voice message with the link in the description. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll... Um, sorry, I, I just did a weird arm thing. Um, you just raised your hand like you were going to wave them by, but they couldn't see Yeah, so just we'd love to hear from you, and we'll mention you in the next episode and respond. So thanks for listening to Lost in the Lost Cities. Bye.
Bye. Come back every Wednesdays for our weekly episodes.